All right. Thanks for being here. This is episode 96 of the Positioning to Profit podcast. I'm Patty Dominguez, your host. And today's show is a special one with my prolific cafe fellow Maven member. Her name's Ashrita Tawari, and she is daring greatly. She has most recently given her notice and is now moving into entrepreneurship. And we discuss her journey and what it's been comprised of and how she developed the muscle, the belief muscle, the important muscle that helps you move forward. Because as I always say, your business results will meet your identity every time, no matter what. So you have to have the identity of somebody who believes that they can make it happen. As a matter of fact, I was talking to a dear client of mine and she's going through some mishaps and it's unbelievable how the the belief side of things really is the clincher, right? It's the difference between having mediocre results and having stellar results. It's the belief. So on today's show with Ashrita, we cover all of those aspects and just what she's doing. And I'm so proud of her. And I just want to share what she's doing with you. Really, really fun. All right, switching gears a little bit. We have been so busy at the Positioning to Profit headquarters coming up with new content and new things. And if you head on over to nicheandpitch.com, N-I-C- H-E pitch, P-I-T-C-H dot com. You're going to see the latest course that I created. It is chock full of really great perspectives as it relates to how to find your niche. The other side of it is if you've ever felt like, oh my gosh, if somebody asked me what I do, I, I just absolutely cringe because I don't know how to articulate what I do. If that is the case, if you absolutely cringe at having to introduce what it is that you do with to someone and you struggle with it and it's not connecting the dots, people look at you glazed like, what is she talking about? I invite you to head on over to nicheandpitch.com, nicheandpitch.com, where you will find the details of this gem of a little course that I put together for you at an insanely good investment point. So don't let the, the, the investment hold you back. I mean, this is a really great deal. So head on over to nicheandpitch.com. The other one that I have for you is the Cafe Call. Thecafecall.com is coming up, I believe in a couple of weeks. So we do that every single month where I host an Ask Me Anything call. Super fun. I get to hear about you, your business, and it's basically free coaching. It's something I love to do. And if I can help you move the ball forward to create more expansion in your own business, well, that just lights me up. So head on over to The Cafe Call for that. And with that, let's get on with the show. Here we go. Hey there, I'm Patty Dominguez. You're about to discover what it means to position your brand and your business to stand out. This show explores the stories of small business owners just like you who are bringing their message out to the world and impacting their tribe. So if you want to take your business to a category of one status, then hang with me because this podcast shares everything you need to know about how to be more prolific with your brand so that you can have more profits. Ashrita, welcome to the Positioning to Profit podcast. I am really happy to have you here, finally, because this is going to be a really great series of shares that you have, and I just think there's a magical aspect to you. So I'm very excited to introduce you to my audience. Well, thank you so much, Patty. I'm like honored to be here with you, and you know I admire you so much. And a big part of why I'm here and doing all the amazing things is because of you. So I'm just honored to be here with you. 
Well, here's the thing. I think the important thing is to recognize that you can have all the concepts in the world, but if you don't take action, um, that's really, it's not going to get you very far. So you're definitely a person who works with intentionality. And that is something that I definitely want to highlight as we get into the details of what you've created and where you're going. But first, like, will you please, because I know you have some exciting news of, of some career transition that you're in the yeah. midst of. So just your three-minute story about your background prior to doing what you're doing now. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, my 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 career journey has been very um, interesting and it's been going in a lot of different paths, but I Got my pretty much. I got my um, bachelor's degree in sociology, master's in higher education, and I thought, you know, going into college that I was going to be in a in higher ed in the academics, and that quickly transitioned when I got into personal training um, several years ago. So in 2013, 14, that's when I really started getting involved in the health and wellness industry and realized that, you know, it's a, it's a passion of mine. And a big reason it was, it, it, I realized it was a passion of mine is because I grew up in a household where um, my mom, through her lifestyle, she developed diabetes and she developed um, schizophrenia, which is a mental illness. And so I, I noticed as a little girl that there was something going on with her lifestyle and the things that she was doing and the habits that she had that was creating a downward spiral to like what she was creating in her life. And so for me, uh, what I decided at a young age was that, you know, I was going to do the opposite of my mom. And of course, that's not the best place to work from, but that's what happened when I was a little girl. And so when I was in my master's program, I, I really became very passionate about health and wellness. And I was like a CrossFitter and I got into like marathon running. And this was very new for me because I didn't really grow up in a culture or society where people were doing these kinds of things. And so for me, it became a passion. And I realized quickly that the health and wellness, um, while I was working on my health and wellness, there were so many other amazing things happening alongside it. So I was doing really well in my master's program. And so that's really how I got into the personal training. And so I was a personal trainer for several years. And what happened when COVID hit last year was that, you know, with COVID and the gyms closing and all of that, I had to transition my business um, and figure out, okay, like what can I do now with the skills that I have and the passion that I have and what I want to create. And so I fell into transformational personal power coaching. That is what I'm doing now. Um, But also it wasn't because of COVID necessarily that I switched, but I knew that there was something more that I wanted to support my clients with because I did feel very limited in the ways that I can support my clients with just the physical health. And I wanted to really get into helping them with their emotional and mental health and really helping them thrive in all areas. So not just their physical health. So that's, that's kind of a little bit quick, um, I guess, backstory of like where, you know, my background and where I am now. I really think that there's something to be said where as much as we want to get healthy, and I've been on this journey myself, you know, because in my 20s and full transparency, I had an eating disorder. And I remember like, it's not the thing that you're doing. It's like so much of the mental game, right? Or the game, excuse me, like the body follows the mind. 
And that's been something that um, I heard from Jim Fortin, um, who's our mentor, and just really recognizing how we can have the best plan in the world around what we're going to do for our eating and our exercising. But no matter what, your your results will always meet the identity side of it. So there's something so freeing once you unlock that truth, you know. So the work that you're doing is so important and not enough people are really understanding how those two have to go together. They, they, yeah. they can't be separate. So I really applaud you for getting into that space. Now, with people um, with different types of coaching, if somebody were to say to you, how are you different, Ashrita? What would you say to them? Yeah, so um, I, I would say I'm different because I, I incorporate all of the different aspects, right? So when I was in personal training, I noticed that personal trainers are only focused on the physical transformation and they aren't, and and I was kind of doing a little bit of this already, but I felt very limited with the way that that, that my business was set up. And so many times, you know, personal trainers will just work on like giving them the meal plan, the eating eating the nutrition, but they're not really focused, like you said, on the mindset and changing your identity and really helping people with their habits. And so for me, I did find myself working with clients who would lose like 20 pounds and 30 pounds, right? But then they would gain the weight again because they weren't actually changing their their mindset and their own identities around it and their values around it. So I would say I'm different in the sense that, yes, my our, my, um, I guess my platform has always been like physical transformation, but with, with my coaching, there's also the emotional and mental component where once, once I'm a big believer that once you are able to work and heal your physical, mental and emotional health, you can really step into aligned action and really create whatever you want in, in your life. And it, it's not limited to just your career, right? It's like all areas of your life. I love it. I love it. And it's so important. And so going from um, being a personal trainer into what you're doing now, what was it that made you realize that like, I have to change something and tell me about like that change. Cause change for people is really sometimes difficult. They're not sure. Is this going to work? Especially if it's a kind of newer conversation. And so when you're talking to people about identity or whatever, they're like, what? They're like, I just want to lose 20 pounds. So how did you kind of bridge that gap and, and to have that new conversation? Yeah, that's a really good question. So I think the first thing I realized that I had to shift was that I wasn't um, giving my clients the results that I wanted, right? So for me as a personal trainer, I always had the mindset that, hey, I'm going to work with you for however long it takes. But once I give you the tools, the resources, I want you to be able to be self-sufficient and do it on your own. And what I found with my clients was that they they really needed me alongside them all the time to like go to the gym, right? And to, to eat well. And that's something that I didn't want. I wanted to just teach you the tools and the resources and I wanted you to be able to do it on your own. So so I think for me, like there, my, I, 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 there was always a feeling inside of me. Like my intuition always told me like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, the, my, the personal training is amazing. And I love this work, but at a point I kind of just hit a peak and I, I, I realized I got, I started to become really interested in like emotional health and like our mindset and understanding like neuroscience and the brain. And so that's how I knew that like, once I started to learn that, that's something that helps me in my personal journey and my personal story. And once I realized that, okay, this was the missing link, like this was the missing, uh, missing part of the puzzle for me, I knew that this would be transformative with, 
all of my all of my clients that I work with and the people that I work with now. So yeah, and I, I do have to say, you know, like at first when COVID did hit, like that transition was scary, right? It still it required that I had to step into a new identity myself and really, uh, really get have the courage to um, lean in into something that I'm not I, like I have no idea about. And so as a personal trainer, I was meeting clients in person, right? And so that was that was the way that I operated my business. And now everything is virtual. So that was another new thing for me. And it was really for me, it was really about it was always about like who am I serving and how am I helping people, right? So it, I always made it not about me, like not about, and that's really how I always step into courage is that like, I need to really think about the people I'm serving and how, and the people that I can help and support. I love that. <clears throat> and and it's really important for people to hear because we, I know that the entrepreneur journey is always changing. And so this is not for the faint of heart. It is not for people who like the same routine type of thing, because there's going to be peaks and valleys. There's going to be twists and turns. And so being courageous, just like you talked about, and and trusting your intuition in that process is so very essential. So not everyone has that ability, but just as a reminder, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, am I, I'm going to throw in the towel. It's like, no, be courageous, try something new and just be like, lean into it because you don't know what's going to unfold on the other side of it. And that's really the important thing to recognize. Now, you also mentioned about how the whole intuition thing, and I witnessed you uh, launch a coaching program, which I was really impressed with the fact that you set the intention for what it is you wanted to create. Can you tell us a little bit about that um, process? Because you, I don't know if you went through emotional, like, oh my gosh, can I do this? Can I do this? We self-judge, we uh, get into procrastination, maybe analysis paralysis, and somehow not somehow, you were very intentional about what you created. You said, I'm going to have this amount of people and that's exactly what happened. And so now what you created is so very impressive for those people that are just kind of on the line, like they want to move forward and they're just afraid to do that. What would you say about how intention, being intentional works? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so I think one of the things, just so that everyone knows what I realized for myself that kept me in procrastination because, you know, I'm not going to sit here. I'm not going to say that I was never in procrastination, right? There was moments when I was like, I don't know if I can do this. Um, But, you know, for me, what really helped me was, you know, to be completely honest, was being in your, in your membership and being part of a community of people who were already doing some of the things that I want to do and like really having support, right? That was one of the things that was missing in my life was I I didn't feel like I was supported. So for me, once I like felt like, okay, I have the support, I have the resources, right? Now, like there, I don't have any excuses to do what I want to do, right? And so that's, that's where I always work from now. And again, it's always back to like, who can I help? How can I serve? Um, the people that I'm serving. And and I know through my own experience how transformative this work is, the work that I'm doing with my clients now. And so so that's that's a little bit about that. But also for me, I I, I realized as I was getting into a lot of this emotional and mental work that I'm really good at manifesting, right? My human design is a manifester. And that's something that I didn't really tap into until I All right, we are about halfway through the show and I wanted to stop by with a quick share, exciting share that I have. Have you ever heard of Prolific Cafe? It is my women-only 
business membership, but it's more than a membership. It's more than the content. It's more than the coaching. It actually has one of the best communities out in the marketplace. And the reason why I say that is because we have built a beautiful community of mavens. That's what we call each other. And we really celebrate successes. We help move each other forward. And the support system is actually incredible. And the reason why that's important is because Being an entrepreneur can be a really lonely game. And as much as it's important to have the right type of coaching, of course, having the right courses, of course, it's community. That's the difference maker. And there's nothing like having a support system that's right behind you through the journey. So right now I'm offering a trial of Prolific Cafe. It is by application only. So if you're interested, head on over to prolificcafe.com where we can have a conversation. I can share more about what Prolific Cafe offers and really to see if it's a good fit. So with that, head on over to prolificcafe.com for this exclusive offer, prolificcafe.com. All right, now back to the show. I did a lot of this inside work and I started to really tap into my intuition and I just started putting things out there, setting my intention and saying like, listen, I'm going to have X amount of people um, sign up for my class or my program. And I would focus on that every day, right? I would focus on and visualize and see the women and, and really feel myself already in this leadership role and having these conversations that we often don't have in, in our society and we're not taught in education. And so it was, it was really about the visualization and the feeling and, and just setting that intention and putting it out there, right? And for me, I, I, I like the accountability of like, group coaching. And so when I put it out there, it just made me feel like more accountable to be like, all right, now that I put it out there, I got, I got to, I got to get into action and you got to do it. And then the other thing that really helped me was I, I made an intention to connect with people every day. Right. So I wasn't necessarily selling my coaching program with them every, every single, every single conversation I had, but I made sure that I was really connecting with my premium prospect as you, as you teach us and, um, just kind of seeing what their pain points are, right? What are they struggling with? Like, what are the, what are the challenges? And after just X amount of conversations, I realized, okay, I need to do this program. This is going to be the solution for them to support them with all these pain points that they're having. And so again, it was always about like, how can my coaching methodology, how can my program help these women move forward with, with their goals and what they're working on. So, so I'm so proud of you. (laughs) I can't even like, it's just unbelievable what you've created because the first part of it is like just really understanding foundation and, and full, like, I didn't know that you were going to say that it had anything to do with being in prolific cafe. So thanks for the shout out. Um, because I, I agree, like just having the community support, it makes all the difference in the world. You just say, Hey, am I good to go? Like, you're kind of like looking back and like, am I good? And then we kind of find blind spots and things like that. And so you kind of work through that. Okay. So once you have the tactics and the how-to, then it's just like what you did is what a lot of people aren't willing to do is the market research. And I'm really like, as you know, I'm very bullish on market research is really looking at things from the lens of a curious marketer and asking and what, like, what are your pain points? This and that, and that becomes validation for what it is you are then going to offer. So yeah. 
for the person listening, do you see how this has nothing to do with let me sell my thing and like shove it down your throat? It's the way that Ashrita was looking at it is based on relevancy. She was connecting specifically with her premium prospects, finding out what are the pain points, and then that the market will tell you everything that they are looking for. And then you just reverse engineer it and provide it. It literally... We complicate it and it doesn't have to be complicated, but it really is being laser focused on who you're going to attract and what is it that they need. And then just like you said, above all, when you really look at how this works, it's just coming from a place of serving, right? How can I make these people's lives better? How can I create expansion for people? Uh, and then that's what's going to give you um, the the ability to connect and reap the benefits of working with your clients. So that's incredible what you did. Can you explain, um, can you explain just a little bit about this human design for those people who don't know what that is? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie and say I know a lot about it too, but I did, I, I was part of the small group coaching program years ago and the results for me, and it's, it's dependent, everyone's different. It's dependent on like the, the day you were born, the time where you were born. And so it's really, it's another, it's another test that people can take to like guide them with like what their, what their gifts are. Right. And what, what really, um, how to use their gifts. And I, and that's, that's, that's how I, that's kind of limited information that I know about it, but uh-huh. it's something that, um, I want to learn more about. And, and I, I, I have more proof, I guess, every day that, that I am a manifester because when I put it out there and I, and, and I'm clear on exactly what I want, right it always happens. And then I think a big part of, of that is also because I've healed myself and I'm a big believer of like, if you heal your physical, emotional, mental health, then you're able to kind of see more of the proof of how the universe actually wants to pave a path of your success for you. And they want your universe actually wants to create things for you. Right. And Mm so what I'm learning through my, my clients and I've learned through my own experience is that so many people are like stuck in their mental, physical, emotional well-being that they can't really see all of the abundance and the amazing things that are already in front of them and, and they aren't able to get into that aligned action. And so so I think that, yeah, so I don't know if that answers your question, but yeah, that's a little bit about like the whole manifester and human design. That's awesome. And so so this is a test that people can take. Is it just like they would Google human yeah, design? Yeah, human okay. design. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yep. And there's a lot of like people that actually specialize in it as well. So got it. I had heard about it, but I have never taken it. I've done Enneagram and Colby and Disc and um, Myers Briggs, but for whatever reason I never did the the human design one and I'm interested. Mm-hmm. So so thank you for that. Um, okay. So kind of transitioning into the future. So what do you believe is next for your business since you're a manifester? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, um, so I quit my job. I quit my full-time job. I did that. I had a really difficult conversation with my supervisor after working at a, a nonprofit in the fundraising office for almost three years. Um, and you know, I, I, I knew that I was in, in an alignment every day, right? Like I, I did the work, I was really good at it. I'm really good at it, but I knew it wasn't my, my purpose and my dharma and what I'm here to do um, and my zone of genius as well. And so, so I, I made that decision and it, you know, a big part of why it did take me a while to quit my job was because I had this um, idea of, of security. Right. And I realized through the work I've been doing that security is just an illusion. Right. And right. so 
that's something that I had to work through. And so now that I'm leaving my full-time job, I'm going to be stepping into entrepreneurship full-time and um, I will be relaunching my, my group coaching program, Heal and Flourish in the fall. And then I'm also going to be creating a membership um, of, of the women who want to continue, who, who are part of my small group coaching program, who want that continued support, right? That sisterhood of, mm-hmm. of women who are really supporting them and encouraging them. And because what I'm finding with the women that I'm working with now is that they are just starting the personal development journey. And what I keep hearing is that, you know, I have friends and people that just won't come along with me in this journey, in this personal development journey. And they're like, they're working so hard to get other people to to change. And so I really want to provide a space where they feel like, okay, they have the support that they need and they have other women who are like them, who are working on their personal development as well. And so, yeah, I'm going to be building a membership and also going to be continuing my small group coaching program. I'm also setting up um, some one-on-one coaching as well. And so there's lots of things happening in the future. I'm so excited for you. I love it. I love it all. Okay. So um, we're transitioning. So I'm just going to ask you some random questions. Sure. (laughs) To tap more into Ashrita's brain. So what is your idea, Ashrita, of perfect happiness? Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, my idea of perfect happiness is honestly like getting into alignment, right? So feeling aligned with your mind, body, and soul, right? And that's a lot of the work that I'm doing. I don't call it mind, body, and soul, but that's what it is. It's about the alignment and doing what you're meant to do and really, really making sure, really like taking steps every day that to move towards being like your best self and your higher self and like really tapping into human potential and the person you're meant to be here for. So that's what I, you know, that's what I consider is happiness. It's just being in alignment. Yeah. I love it. What is your greatest extravagance or indulgence? Oh, (laughs) um, that's a good one. Um, I guess my greatest indulgence is like, I mean, I love sweets. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so that is something that I love and I love sugar and sweets. And so I would probably say like, you know, ice cream. I love ice cream and things like that. (laughs) Okay. That counts. Um, what talent would you most like to have? Um, yeah, I mean, so I would say definitely like being able to, um, you know, one thing that I always wanted to do when I was growing up was I wanted to be a singer and because Mm. I, didn't have really people really supporting me with this. And I had some people tell me that I wasn't a great singer. Um, so that discouraged me. But I think something that I would love to tap into more is like my, the creative side of me. So well, growing up, I was very much like a dancer and a singer. And then um, because I started comparing myself to others and other people started to make little comments about me, right? And what I was doing, I got really discouraged and I stopped that. And so that is something that I would love to like tap more into is like the creative part of me about, you know, as far as like singing and dancing and things that I, I do now, but like more on, more on a, on a, on a, not a professional way, but just doing it more, um, Mm -hmm. in general. So this could probably go into the next question, but think back to yourself at the age of five, what best advice would you give your five-year-old self? That's such a great question. Um, um, so the best advice that I would give my five-year-old self is 
to not believe everything that other people are telling you, <laughs> especially if it's negative. Mm-hmm. Um, and let them know that many times if if people are saying something negative about you, it's 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 not about them at all. It's about the person who's who's saying the negative comment. Mm-hmm. I love it. And last question, what positioning advice would you give someone who is looking to grow their business? That's great. Um, yeah, so I think I would say, um, you know, really just being authentic and being yourself, right? That's what so many people are looking for nowadays. And so try not to be a, someone else. Be be really who you are because everyone, I do truly believe that everyone is unique and different and there's no one like Ashrita, right? There's no one like Patty. And so really just be who you are and let go of all of the social constraints that we have, like that we, we all have like created right for us. So it's really just be authentic, be you and, and, and let go of, of judgment of, of, and fear of judgment of other people. Mm-hmm. I love it. And if someone is interested in connecting with your Ashrita, cause they need some heal and flourish in their lives, how do they connect with you? Yeah. So right now that you can follow me on Instagram, that's kind of where I'm the most active. You can uh, follow me on Instagram. It's a Shrita underscore coach. And that's my handle. Um, and that's, that's what we have right now, but there's a lot of things coming up as well. Awesome. So the, uh, so it's Ashrita underscore coach. So it's A S H R I T A underscore coach. C-O-A-C-H on Instagram and the link's going to be um, in the show notes as well. Ashrita, thank you so much for being on the Position of Profit show. I love having you part of the community and everything that you're doing and everything that is to come for your career and all the people that you're going to impact. I have no doubt. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate your belief in me. Um, (laughs) Absolutely. I'm just really excited to see where everything, um, yeah, I'm excited to see what happens. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for checking out the Positioning to Profit podcast. If you haven't already done so, please make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any new episodes. And also, it would mean the world to me if you would take a quick moment to leave a rating and review on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast player. It really helps to get the word out about the podcast and of course, the featured guests. And lastly, please make sure to connect with me on social media. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, I'm on all of them and use hashtag positioning to profit so that I can (laughs) search you out and connect that way too. All right. Thanks so much. See you next time.